I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to the TexasLending.com mortgage show. Another glorious weekend to talk about all your happiness that you've ever dreamed of when it comes to getting a mortgage. And I am Kevin Miller. I'm the owner and CEO of TexasLending.com. I'm joined by Tress Collins. We are solo today, but you are in good hands here. And we're going to be talking about, when I say we're solo, we're without inappropriate Uncle Bubba, who has decided to inappropriately head out of town. Abandon us. Yeah, the weekend that we have a two-hour show. We're going to be here for two hours today. And he's gone. We're going to take appropriate care of you when you ask your (laughs) questions here we're going to make sure we get down to the heart of it if you have a question for us this is how this show works you text us your question we'll answer your question for you here on the air get you headed in the right direction if you're trying to refinance get cash out trying to buy a home maybe you want a jumbo loan or an fha loan or a va loan we have all these options here for you make sure you get in touch with us Again, that number is 972-387-4600. Give us your particulars. And so it goes like this. Hey, maybe you want to refinance. What is your home value currently? What do you owe on your home? What is your current rate? What is your credit score? Again, tell us what you owe and what your home is worth, what your credit score is, what your rate is. I'll be able to tell you about how much money you'll be able to save, give you some ideas for some low closing cost and no closing cost options. Give you some options uh, with the lowest rates. And rates have nicely come back down for most of us. Uh, a disappointing jobs report yesterday in the economic news. Rates came down. And so we're back right in the same ballpark as we were with rates uh, relatively just about two months ago when they were at their all-time lows. Make sure you get in touch with us. It's actually been about four months since they've been at their all-time lows. So get in touch with us uh, now because we are right back in that same ballpark for interest rates. And that's at 972-387-4600. If you want to get a reef or a cash out, you can give us the same information. If you want to get a home purchase, how much money do you make? What kind of down payment do you have? And what is your credit score? Let you know about how much home you might be able to afford, about what kind of payment you can afford. You can also go on our website and find our calculators and at TexasLending.com. Just click on through if you want to buy a home and a and go into the home purchase calculator. If you want to refinance it, you can go into a refinance calculator. Find out what your payments can be. I have a hard time saying calculator. You do, it's and like it's cal- making me laugh. It's calculator. <laughs> calculator. A <laughs> little, little bit of a Midwestern accent in there, the Chicago, the, chica- the, the calculator. <laughs> go on over there, and uh, we'll be able to help you out. Tress. Yes. 
we don't get to see each other during the week. You're usually you're doing other things. I don't know all the things you're doing. Uh, uh, planning yes. to take over the world, I'm assuming. Probably every morning. Every yeah. morning. And then by what, what what is it like by ten o'clock? You still got those same plans? Well, you know, by then I've had my coffee. I've come to my senses, and you know, plans shift a little bit. Yeah, plans <laughs> shift a little bit. You wake up in the morning, <laughs> take it over the world, and then <laughs> as soon as you take that shower, things you come back to reality. Yeah, you're still in dreamland when you wake up. Um, so, what have you been doing? <laughs> I have been doing well, thank you very much. You've been going anywhere? Doing anything fun? You know what we did last weekend? We took a mini road trip, and there's a little store off of Interstate 20 as you head out toward West Texas. It's called Gilbert Pecans, and they have just a plethora of pecans, and they have really tasty, yummy jellies and jams with jalapenos and habaneros and, you know, some without, uh, and all sorts of tasty treats. And we like to go there and stock up on some of their white chocolate-covered pretzels for, you know, a couple of weeks before we go back out. (laughs) But that was really a nice little road trip. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So what's going on this weekend? This weekend, man, got to take my dog to the groomers, and we are cleaning. We are reorganizing the garage. You know what? We thought it's Mother's Day weekend, right? Oh, and it's Mother's Day. Yeah, I'm taking my mom out for yeah. lunch. Yeah, so we thought, okay, let's not do it Sunday. Let's do it Saturday, and we'll sneak one in, you know, sneaking in a restaurant visit. And we called around every restaurant that we could find, and – one, either they, were, they weren't taking reservations or they were booked solid and there was no chance to eat there. Oh. And so we can't make plans. Mm. And so I got, I got people that we got to get to the restaurant, but we have no restaurant to go to because we don't know if we can even get in a restaurant. So I guess we're just going to make food. I guess restaurants don't want business. Did you try Connie Rosso in downtown Carrollton? Uh, I haven't done, you know, no, I got to spend all day today trying to find something. We tried all the places near where... You know, my, my father lives up north, uh, and and so anyway, mm-hmm. in, in northern nor, northern counties here, and so we couldn't find a place up there gotcha. in the spot. Mm. Okay, so anyway, we have questions. Uh, we have questions that we want to make, make sure we get answered, and that's at nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. Make sure you get in touch with us there. We'll be happy to help you with your home loan. Uh, trust. I just got done mentioning that rates have come down a little bit. You know, we were down at their all-time lows. We saw the 15-year. Now, here's the thing is, during this whole refi boom, there's this thing that happens to people when they start making money is some people are good and some people are evil, okay? And, And... we had this COVID things last last year. The Fed, the Federal Reserve started buying mortgage bonds, brought the rates down, um, and so the mortgage world was having the biggest year it ever had last year because the rates were so low. Everyone could refinance. As a matter of fact, I say there's still 11 million people who haven't refinanced their house mm-hmm. that can af- that that can afford their house. And so we la- so last year the rates were great. The mortgage companies made money. But a lot of times when money is being made due to mm, things outside of the mortgage company's control or maybe not just mortgage companies, other people, people, I've seen people, they kind of think that they created the earth. They kind of become like they get this God complex, like I can do anything. Uh. And so so there's these Dodd-Frank rules and there's a lot of regulations in the mortgage business. And so since people made a lot of money last year, I see a lot of mortgage companies flaunting the laws now. I, 
for a very long time, mortgage rates are in a very tight window. You call one mortgage company, you call the other other mortgage company. Everyone was following the rules. All the rates are all within a certain. Well, now I'm seeing companies flaunting the laws, and they're quoting rates that are not possible. Mm. Okay, so if you're quoting a rate, a majority of the people that with that, you should, when you quote a rate, you need to have the disclaimer. Here's here's your qualification. If you quote a rate online. Here's the loan size this qualifies for. You know, you have this credit score. Here's the lock period. You put some other things in there, you know. Minimum size, maximum loan size. You put all the disclaimers in there. And then a majority of the people with those, with those guidelines need to be able to follow them. Now, rates can change. I understand that. But what I saw when the rates went up by about half a percent, I saw mortgage companies, not even mortgage companies, I saw these Lead sellers, basically they sell your information. They're quoting fake interest rates online. You apply, then they sell your name to five mortgage companies. And so I saw these big companies doing that. These, these, these aggregators, they call them. They aggregate, they, sell, they, they, they disperse out your name to all these different mortgage companies. And if you're going online on Google, going to shop, you type in mortgage, about seven of the top ten names there will be aggregators. They're not mortgage companies. We're a mortgage company, right? And so these aggregators are quoting fake rates because there's no one holding them accountable. Mm -hmm. And so they're not a lender, so they're quoting a fake rate. And so then when you call the lender, the rate you're getting is a half a percent to three quarters of a percent higher than what you saw on the Internet. And so you could actually get a better deal than that coming to us because we're quoting real rates. And so I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing a lot of fake rates getting quoted online. And then if you look at the disclaimer, it says this is for a loan of $500,000 with three points. And you're like, who's going to pay $15,000 in points? You know, what majority of people are going to do that? None. None. And so I'm seeing this all over the place. And so these, these people got uh, these fat cats went out there, you know, and, and they think, oh, I can do anything. I can flaunt laws. I can fake it. And um, that's not good for the consumer because you see they're quoting one and three quarters, you know, when they're going to end up, when you call these lenders, they're going to quote you two and a half. Then you call them and they go, okay, I guess I'll just take the two and a half. Well, you could have called us and you could have got two and a quarter, two and an eighth, 2%. 1.875 on a 15-year mortgage, depending on your loan size, your credit score, your equity position. There's different loans and there's different APRs. But we got the best refinance rates in the state of Texas. No one's going to beat us. Um, and that means you at home don't need to go to California or Michigan or Idaho or some other place to get a mortgage when people right here in your backyard are going to get you the best deal. We live here. We want you, I want you to have a good deal. I want you to be able to afford your payment. I want you to be able to have the most money in your pocket. And being a privately owned company and family owned company, we can do that. And so these large fat cats who are publicly traded and they need to make 25% profit on you and they're going to make $50,000 more on you over the term of your loan because they're going to put it in their pockets. You have an option here at TexasLending.com. 972-387-4600. Go online and apply. Uh, get your text in now, 972-387-4600. Do you have any questions yet? We do. Do you want to dive into them? Yeah, we can start. We can start now. Let's, let's, let's look and see what we got. Okay, here we go. 
Who would y'all recommend I use to refinance a manufactured home since y'all do not deal with manufactured homes? You know, it's an interesting thing, the manufactured home world. And uh, there are a few companies out there. I wouldn't recommend any one of them. But there are companies out there. You just got to type in manufactured homes and and some companies might pop up. I, w I wouldn't recommend a manufactured home lender. Um, but depending on what kind of what kind of loan you're trying to get, whether it's FHA or it's conventional, the one there's a couple things about manufactured homes that one create challenges to a lot of mortgage companies. One, they default at about five times the national average. Okay, so the loans default about five times the national average, and so lenders are held accountable by the federal government for defaults. So let's say a company does a thousand loans, two company, different companies, and one company has 10 defaults and one company has two defaults. Well, one company is five times the other company. Well, companies are held against other companies. So what we do is we get, we get held against the default average of the nation. And if a lender's defaults are higher than the nation's, then the government comes and goes, we're going to shut you down. And so uh, that applies to high credit score government loans like FHAs, where when COVID hit, a lot of the servicers and in investors and lenders stopped doing government loans over 640 credit scores, or under 640 credit scores because of the defaults. Because what you don't know at home is this. First of all, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> what happens when people stop paying their mortgages, the lender has to pay your mortgage payment for you. Because if they don't, then if they're servicing your loan, it's sitting on the books. It's sitting uh, as an asset for a bank. Let's say a bank is servicing your loan, and you have a, you have a $200,000 loan. You're paying the bank. The bank has in their books as an asset. You're paying them. They're taking that payment. The bank's sending it on to Fannie Mae, the payment. Well, if you don't pay it, then Fannie Mae is going to seize that property from the bank. It comes off the bank's books. If too many of those happen to the bank, the bank goes upside down, uh, and all the assets drop, and the bank goes out of business. We saw it in 2008. That's what happened. So when the consumers aren't paying the mortgage, the bank has to pay the mortgage payment for them. And so when the COVID came, and we know that the lower credit scores default at a higher rate, the, a lot of the servicers, investors, banks, people in the industry stopped doing government loans below 640 because it's the government loans, and a lot of the manufactured homes are government loans, government-insured loans. And so a lot of those higher-risk loans, investors, servicers stopped doing them. So these are some of the things that have come into the industry. And there's more to it than that. We can talk about it when we come back from the break. But if you want to get your question in, send it here now at 972-387-4600. Trust will send your, will ask your question. I'll answer your questions. Trust can make up some answers too. If I you can. Want to. You can make it up, but you know we can't. We don't know if it's. As a matter of fact, we should make you answer first, <laughs> and then we can give you a star or two stars or five stars so. or two thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's happy when Trust answers questions. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back after this break, and we're going to get to more of your questions. Get them in now while you're buying, refinancing. If you want home equity, we're seeing a lot of home equity. A lot of home values have gone up. A lot of you want home equity. 972-387-4600. Go online to texasunday.com. Remember, it's a two-hour show today. We're going to be here till 10 o'clock. Get your application in now. 
So when you get into Mother's Day weekend, you go out to eat or you do some celebrating, you know that your loan is already on its path. We're closing loans now in about 25 days at TexasSunny.com. The industry is about seven. So you can get your loan done here in about 25 days at TexasSunny.com. Call us now. Let's get it started. Coming back for more on the TexasSunny.com mortgage show on 105.3 The Fan. We are back in the TexasHoney.com mortgage show. So much to get to. We're going to be here till 10 o'clock today. And uh, Tress and I will answer your questions. This is is the TexasHoney.com mortgage show. I am Kevin Miller, the owner and CEO. We've been around for 20 years here in uh, DFW. We've expanded. Uh, We are now doing loans and actively marketing now, not just in Texas and and in in the big cities around Texas, but we're now marketing to Oklahoma. New Mexico, uh, Arkansas, Louisiana, and uh, and actually we have another channel called AspireLending.com. It goes like this: When you think mortgage, think AspireLending.com, and that's our <laughs> national brand. How surprising! And that's in Florida, <laughs> Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama now. So uh, we are expanding, and we are here to close your loans in about twenty-five days. Right now at TexasLending.com. Make sure you get in touch with us. Yes, yeah, so are you raising your hand? Yes. You have to say ooh, ooh, ooh if ooh, you're raising your hand. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so uh, do you know, and I say this because it was just Wednesday, do you know what Cinco de Mayo is really about? What is just Wednesday? Is that like just married? Uh, Does no. that mean like, uh, you know, not, not a big deal? Dr- just, it's not just as dramatic. Married. No? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was just Wednesday. Oh, you mean it was Wednesday? Wednesday was Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yes. Do you know what Cinco de Mayo is really about it's say stay my eve that's n- yes it's true. that's true <laughs> no what, what i do know i do know what it's about yes oh you do see yes. i don't think a lot of people do a lot of people think it's about the mexican independence but that's a different day yeah that's in september yeah what's it really about kevin so you're gonna tell them huh? <laughs> you're the one that had it on top of your brain <laughs> it's about the victory of the mexican army over the french army the french army at the battle of puebla in 1800 may 5th like 1862 and it was 1860s okay so so it's significant i think for two reasons number one was that the mexican army was greatly outnumbered they had about four thousand people in their army but not only were they outnumbered but they really kind of had like a ragtag militia going on i mean they were farmers they were merchants they were just kind of whoever they could round up to fight the eight thousand french troops coming in on them and they won which is really pretty amazing but what else is significant about it is that about the same time uh the american civil war was happening and the french were allies to the confederate army and some people speculate that had the French been not so distracted by uh, their little overcoming Mexico thing, that perhaps they would have aided the Confederates at that time, mm. and there could have been a possible different outcome wow. of the Civil War. It's very interesting. Well, this is the TexasHoney.com Mortgage and History Hour. <laughs> and so <laughs> we are happy to share with you Tress's, Tress's uh, self-education here. Yeah. And coming up to speed on things. We have all kinds of text lines open for you at 972-387-4600. We just had a text uh, question about manufactured homes. And there's so much more to talk about regarding manufactured homes and the process. And I just want to let you know if you are getting a manufactured home, uh, depending on where you're going, and depending on what kind of loan there is coming, they usually need several inspections, and it can take time. 
and you're going to need to speak with a lender and a loan officer who's very educated or it's going to cause you a lot of pain. So those manufactured home loans, just uh, just make sure you take a deep breath and relax as that process goes because they, they can take a little time. If it's a refinance, it's one thing. If it's a home manufactured purchase, it takes a little bit longer. Maybe okay. they can be a little unfun. Depends if it's a new manufactured home or if it's already existing on the plot. So, mm. Okay, let's get on to the new questions. Here we go. 25 years remaining on a loan at 3.875%. Oh, $258,000 on note with a total payment with taxes of $2,500. Interested in a 15-year refinance. Wife and I both have credit scores slightly above 800. What kind of options are we looking at with the current market? Okay, so here's the deal. Um, we said rates have come back down nicely. They're within one-eighth of 1% 1 of their all-time lows of where they were. That's ju not just for the 15 years. As a matter of fact, uh, the 15 years were coming down really nice, and then the 30-year was just kind of holding steady, but the 30-year has come back down, and we can see 30 years as low as 25 now at TexasLending.com. 30 years, are on, that's with 1% origination. That's not with a bunch of points. And that would be in a loan probably somewhere in this ballpark of 258 and higher, uh, right around there. But on a 15-year, this person's going to be right around, down around 2%. Okay, if their loan was over 300000 they might be able to get 1.875. But figure 2% for this loan. This is an 800 credit score. Uh, I didn't see how much equity they had, but they didn't say. that will impact their rate. The higher the loan to value that you have. They have 25 years left, So, but you know what? Home values have gone up a lot recently, so I'm assuming they're going to be close to 10, 15, 20% equity here. Just guessing if they've been in it for five years. So... On a $258,000 note, you're going to find a rate around 2% on a 15-year. If you pay 1% origination in your closing cost, okay, that's one option. That's not the call this rocket company in Michigan and they quote you four points. And they go, we're going to do a favor and give you a two-point credit. Okay, well, they'll start charging you two points, and the rate's still a half percent higher than ours. Okay, so, so make sure you call TexasLending.com and compare that because – we got we are so much better and our speeds are faster. So you are gonna get a great deal right here in your backyard. Now it says what their payment is. It, they're at three point eight seven five. If they save nearly two percent on this loan amount, they'll save nearly four hundred dollars a month in interest. Now some people we don't think about mortgages every day. When I was not in the mortgage business, I never thought about mortgages. When I started getting into the mortgage business, I didn't know much about mortgages. And so we don't sit at home and think about how how this all works. But I got to tell everybody, if you're at 4% and you go to a 30-year and save 2% on your interest rate, lower your rate 2%, or if you go to a 15-year and your rate has dropped 2%, you're still going to save the same amount of interest per month in the beginning because you're – the interest that you owe is just owed based on the principal amount that you currently have in the house. So if you have a $258,000 balance and your rate drops 2%, you're going to drop your interest payments by, on that loan size, you're going to drop it by $400 a month. Okay. Now, as you're paying a 15-year, well, the principal is going down faster. Okay. So as your principal payment goes down, your interest payments go down. Just know this. If they get this rate down around 2%, they're going to save nearly $400 every month that now they can apply towards the mortgage. They can apply it towards other important things. Uh, they can buy maybe a small block of wood 
you know, like a little paperweight for $400 because wood is going through the roof, right? So they can do all the different kind of happy things you want to do with 400 bucks a month. You need to call us. We have loan officers up and available right now. If you call, we'll be there for you. If you want to just get your name, email address, uh, phone number, our dialer will call you back immediately if you want to go online and stick that in online. That's TexasLending.com. Check it out now. Or the call is free. Call is free, free, free. You can also go online, 972-38. Oh, no, sorry. You can also uh, text us at 972-387-4600. We'll answer your questions here on the air. Trust, you are starting to get some questions coming in. I know. They're rolling in. Are there any options for a first-time buyer with sub-600 scores? I am willing to move near or far, but my credit is not healthy. Okay, so <laughs> now, depending where near and far are, as a matter of fact, we all have different ideas of what near and far are, right? Mm. Depending on where that is, you know, there are some zero-down loans called USDA loans if you're willing to go far. USDA is typically in a rural area. Uh, the USDA loans are done by the same people who grade your meat, all right? And so now this is a sports <laughs> show, but <laughs> Tress is already getting becoming inappropriate Uncle Bubba. <laughs> the USDA people, the same you go to the store and it says choice or select all these different kind of meat grades. They also have loan programs where they insure loans in rural areas. This is zero down loan program. And they are available in the areas around Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, USDA's, you can get USDA's, you said sub 600, work on getting it above 600. There are still a couple investors, lenders doing FHA down below 640. There still are a couple doing FHA loans below 640. That is still an option. Um, we can't do them right because there's n we only have a couple servicers that will service them. And if they decide to stop doing them, then it, it, it needs to be a wheel of the, the, the money wheel. There's a wheel of money. We're going to talk about it during this show today. Not many people think about the wheel of money. When, when one of the circle of money and when one, one piece gets taken out, then the rest of the chain breaks, right? So we'll talk about that a little bit and – you know, it's one of the things that happened in this industry when COVID came is it knocked out the chain for the jumbo loans and knocked out the chain for the low credit score or government loans. But there was also loans called non-QM loans. And those are some of the, so there's government loans that have low credit scores and there's what we call non-QM loans. Non-QM loan is code for any loan that's not being sold to the federal government. So if a loan is not going to get sold to the federal government, and it's not a jumbo loan. It falls into the non-QM. Well, those loans went by the wayside when COVID hit. They were trying to make their way back in. So, yeah, you got to look for a non-QM loan. We've been, you know, the industry's been stung twice. They got stung in 2008 with subprime. And then when COVID hit, a bunch of lenders got stuck with millions and billions of dollars of loans of non-QM loans because they went by the wayside. They went away. And so... You fool me once, fool me twice. We're not going to get back into the non-QM space. We're not going to get back into the sub-600 uh, uh, non-government loans because you, you get stuck with a few million dollars of loans that can leave a hickey, you know. And so we don't want hickeys. Uh, it, it's not it's not conducive to uh, nice mortgage relationships. Um, <laughs> we want to help you out there with your home loan. Make sure you text us your question at 972-387-4600. Go online and apply at texasstoney.com 
or give us a call. We have load options ready this morning to take your call. Let's get it going. Uh, maybe get your loan closed by uh, mid-June before the 4th of July, before summer hits. Get your loan going now. We want to help you get it done fast at one of the lowest rates in the state of Texas right now. We're going to come back after these questions. Trust says we have to go to break. When we come back, we'll answer more of your questions here on the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show and 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the TexasLending.com Mortgage Show. Make sure you give us a call today, 972-387-4600. Talking about uh, your home loans today. Make sure you get in touch with us. Get your loan going now. The hardest working people, they work on the weekends. They are the ones that work all week long and then wake up in the morning on Saturday to help you get your loan going here on 105.3 The Fan. Okay, Tress, what's happening? Okay, so... I subscribe to a couple things called word of the day because I like words. I think they're fun. Words are not fun. Words are fun. This word is fun. It's called obnubulate. Obnubulate. Okay. But what's even more fun is the example of the sentence they They, they should make give. a new movie called The Obnubulator. Um, right? It's It means to cloud over, to obscure. Uh, so one of the quotes they give is, Dost thou think because a cloud sometimes may cover and obnubulate the sun that it will therefore shine no more? <laughs> hmm. Well, Tress, <laughs> you're becoming inappropriate Uncle Bubba before our eyes. Aww. Well, the, let's, let's continue with our questions so that people's minds will no longer be obnubulated about mortgages. Tress. <laughs> <laughs> History and English. Yeah. We only got a few more subjects to cover. We're going <laughs> some finance right now. I'm trying to get to finance. I we en you. we enjoy your obnubulations. Thank you. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's get going on this. Yeah. All right. Here we go. I have a VA loan at four point three five. I want to refinance to lower rate with credit score of six eighty five. Based on the comps in the area, the refinance will keep me out of PMI. What approximate rate can you do on this loan? We owe four thirty-five. Value six hundred thousand plus on the low end. Well, first of all, if you have a VA loan, you don't have any PMI, so that's a good thing. You can always refinance it on a VA loan with a streamlined VA refinance. Some that's usually called an interest rate reduction refinance loan, right? Uh, interest rate refinance reduction loan. They're all it's all IRL I R R R L. And with a 685 score, you know, that's that's going to mean that your VA is probably going to get you the best rate. Okay, if you had a 740 score, conventional might get you the best rate, but I think VA is going to be your best deal here. You can get it without closing costs. Uh, on your $435,000 loan, a 15-year, you're probably going to be down between two and two and a quarter on that on a 15-year VA refinance. So... Take a look. Give us a call. We'll be happy to go over those numbers with you. And uh, make sure you go online to TexasLending.com. We'll be happy to help you out. Sweet. Yeah, so the VA, uh, what a what what a rate approximately can you get? So that's the 15-year and the 30-year VA are right in the same ballpark. <clears throat> make sure you go online and check it out. All righty. Moving on. Looking to refinance $380,000 current balance on 30 years with 4.75%. Home worth over 600000 
high income but credit scores around 670 to 700 what options do we have <coughs> so again they said they owe 380 and the home's over 600 so they have significant equity in this house they have enough equity that their credit score is not going to impact their rate i'm going to say this again if you have 35 percent equity in your house let's call it 40 percent and i don't know if they quite have it says the home is over 600,000 if you have 40 percent equity it's not going to matter if your score is 660 680 700 or 740. if you have over 20 percent equity that last person i think with the va loan might have also had a similar situation where they might have had 40 percent equity there that person can look at both conventional and va i just know that their va rate there's no closing costs and you don't have to have an appraisal on a va refinance this conventional refinance also might not need to have an appraisal. However, because the, it's just going to depend on what, when we type in your information into the computer systems, there's a couple of them. There's the computer systems. One is uh, owned and licensed out by Fannie Mae. One is owned and licensed out by Freddie Mac. Two different computer systems. Lenders use one or the other when they're trying to get your loan approved. And so, uh, the computer system will kick out whether the appraisal is required. And so whatever we type in there uh, uh, as your income, whatever your credit score comes up as, whatever your assets come out to be, will kick out a certain layer of risk. There's an algorithm in the, com in, in, in the computer model. The algorithm will decide whether there's an appraisal required or not. Mm -hmm. You can say you need an appraisal or you don't need an appraisal. However, if they have 40% equity here, they're going to be on this loan size. There's going to, I'm going to give you a couple options. And I, and I, sh and I like to do this for as many people as I can uh, give out all these options within the time periods we have here on the radio. You're going to want to talk to a loan officer about it. But if you pay 1% origination on this loan size, you might be able to get a 15-year at 1.875, depending where the rates come out on Monday. Can't lock loans on the weekend, okay? You can, but lenders bake in extra on the weekend in case we wake up Monday morning and the rates have moved up. Because when we tie up money, it has a cost. Whatever whatever money we sell the loan at or to Fannie Mae, whatever, because that's what lenders do, they sell loans to Fannie Mae, and Fannie Mae lets them either service it or they move the servicing somewhere else. But the loan is sold to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Ginny Mae. That's where the loans get sold, 95% of them. And so in this scenario here, this this three hundred eighty thousand dollar loan, they might be able to get a one percent origination with with title fees, appraisal fees. The computer might say you don't need an appraisal here, but you might be able to get one point eight seven five in a fifteen year. If you don't want the closing cost, you want to do a zero closing cost refinance. It might be two and a half on a fifteen year. Okay, so it's going to be somewhere between one point eight seven five and somewhere around two and a half. Your APRs will vary depending on your rate, your closing costs what your actual credit score is, those things can impact your APR. So, y'all, th this scenario is going to be between 1.875 and 2.5, somewhere in that ballpark. For a 15-year, for a 30-year, they're going to be somewhere between 2.5 and, and 3 and an 8, depending on whether they want to pay closing costs or whether they don't want closing costs. And if you call some of these other investors, the ones that, I mean, again, the Rocket people are probably going to quote you two points in two and three quarters. For a 30 year, they're probably going to quote you two points and two and three eighths in a 15 year. You know, 
lower our rates are a quarter to a half percent 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 lower than them at lower cost and faster speeds. So faster speed, lower costs, lower rates, that's what you're going to get here. See, a lot of you have been lulled to sleep by marketing. You see a company, you think a rocket's going to take you to the moon. You think it's powerful. It's being used against you. You're being charged higher fees. And because of the marketing prowess and the awareness and the amount that they do, people just, they don't pay attention. And and it's going to cost you between twenty and $50,000 for most of you over the term of your loan. So uh, do, do yourself a favor. Give us a call for your refinance and your home purchase and your home equity loan. We'll be happy to give you a great offer. Yes. I have a question. Yes. So uh, this is a question about VA loans. Is there a limit to how many times a veteran can get a VA loan? So let's say they buy a home with a VA loan and then they want to sell that home. When they buy their other home, can they get another VA loan? Or so the VA loan, in essence, is to help veterans to get into a home who want a home, who can't, don't have a down payment. You know, it's to help them out. And so if you have a VA loan, you can refinance that VA loan. All right. If you have a conventional loan, you can refinance it into a VA loan if you're a veteran. Okay. So those are that's the first time. Now, when you do a VA loan for the first time, uh, there's different government loans. There's the FHA, there's the USDA, there's the VA. And they all have different insurance costs, okay? And those insurance payments that you make, they insure different amounts of the home value. So when you get an FHA loan, you pay mortgage insurance premiums to HUD. When you get a VA loan, you pay a funding fee up front. It's not monthly, it's up front. So there's no monthly mortgage insurance premiums. There's no PMI monthly. It's just paid up front. And when I say it's paid up front, the VA charges it on top of the loan. So if you get 100% financing on a VA loan, you get a zero down, 100% financing. Let's say you get a $100,000 VA loan. They're going to charge you 2.15. So now you're going to have a loan that is 102.15% of the value of the house, right? Or whatever the sales price was. So 102 so they're going to charge you 2.15. That's the insurance fee that the VA charges you. That doesn't insure 100% of the losses that the VA would take if you default. This insurance is if you default on the mortgage, the lender needs to be reimbursed for their losses. Or the lender wouldn't give you 100% financing. The VA is going to insure the lender. Hey, if they default, we'll insure a portion of this loan. So the VA insurance is not as much. Um, they, don't, they charge you up front, but they don't charge you monthly. Uh, in the long term, it's less than the other insurances. But uh, they don't insure as much of the loan. Now, you asked the question, how many VA loans can you get? Mm -hmm. If you were to buy a VA loan the first time, the VA is going to charge you 2.15%. If you then sell that house and want to use the VA loan again, they're going to charge you 3.3%. Oh. So now you're, be, now you're financing 103.3% of the loan. And so there are also different VA, they call it the VA funding fee. That's the insurance. The, it's, it's code. If lenders did that and obfuscated or whatever that word was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Obnubulate. If we nubulated it. Nubulated, <laughs> I guess, clouded it, right? If right. we clouded the idea that, that the funding fee didn't tell you that it's actually insurance. That funding fee is different depending on 
how many times you've been in, how many loans you're going to get. The VA streamline is a 0.5% fee unless you have disabled. If you're a disabled veteran, there's different. The funding fees, for example, can go all the way down to zero if you're a disabled vet. And there's different funding fees if you put a down payment. You can get a VA loan 5% down or 10% down and reduce the funding fees. There's different funding fees if you're in the, in the uh, uh, National Guard, if you're in the reserves, these things. These, these things, I got, these all have different, if you're in the reserves, I meant if you're in the reserves. There are different funding fees depending on all these different scenarios. Wow. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So Trust says we have to go to another break. And we got to take that break right now. When we come back, we have a bunch of questions coming in. But in the meantime, call one of our loan officers this morning. Get your loan going now. Get the quote. It's free. The call is free. Our quote is free. We don't charge you any money until you decide that, yeah, you're going to save some money here. You go, I'm going to save money. Let's, a, let's complete the application. Once you've completed the application, we're going to charge you for your appraisal. Okay? So we got to go out and do that appraisal. Unless the computer system says you don't need an appraisal. We are going to take this break now at 972-387. Well, we're going to take this break. We want you to call. Text us at 972-387-4600. 972-387-4600. When we come back, we're going to answer more of your questions here on the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. Back in the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show. Again, we have a two-hour show today, so stick with us. We're going to share more information with you. Uh, about your home loan and help you get educated so when you do make that phone call to a loan company, you can have more information. If you are in the National Guard or the Reserves, uh, as long as you've been in the National Guard or Reserves for at least six years of honorable service, uh, then you may be able to get a VA loan. If you have been in the National Guard or or the Reserves and you've uh, served for a period of at least 90 days, uh, you can also get uh, a VA loan as well without having to wait that full six years. So um, make sure that you uh, get in touch with uh, Spire or TexasHoney.com. Aspire Financial is our name. TexasHoney.com is the game. <laughs> Go online and apply. Trust, trust, you're getting a lot of questions. Do you know my name? Trust, trust, you're getting a lot of questions. <laughs> yes, I am. Just my, my, I didn't drink my coffee. My, my mouth isn't moving as fast as my brain right now, so I need to. Bless your heart. Need a good balance there. That's rough. I understand. Okay, this is a very good question. On furlough, waiting for a call back. Can I refinance now, or do I wait for a call back? No missed payments. Well, keep on with that no missed payments thing. That's going to be a good thing, because if you ever go into this forbearance deal, then. It, it, it causes havoc to home loans, and you can't really get home loans while you're in forbearance. So keep making those payments. If you're on furlough, um, you know, it says, can I refire? Do I wait for the call back? Yeah, you're going to need to verify that you're at work, that you're employed to get to get a home loan done. Uh, the Dodd-Frank Act has something called the ability to repay. And anytime a new loan is done, you're in a loan now, right? So your lender, when you first got the loan, they verified your ability to repay. If you try to get a refinance, we, again, regardless of what kind of loan you get, even if it's one of those non-QM loans, we do have to verify your ability to repay. You have to show an income which is capable of making the mortgage payment. Uh, there are severe penalties against lenders for giving loans to people who can't document an ability to repay the mortgage. So if, you don't, if you're on furlough and you're not getting paid, right, then we can't document on a new loan your ability to repay. So hopefully you get unfurloughed quickly and uh, 
anyway, we we wish you what we wish you luck there. Keep making those payments, and uh, hopefully your home is going up in value. You see some equity there, and hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel that is not a train for you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, trust. Okay. Have a crappy 80-20 split, and the 20 is at its maturity date in the next 60 days. Oh, 105000 Could sell in a week for 240 but we aren't ready. 640 credit and self-employed since COVID got me laid off. Any suggestions? Well, if you've self-employed since COVID got them laid off, you've been in self-employed for less than a year, right? So we need to have a couple years of documentation for self-employment. I did mention earlier that there is the non-QM loans. We're not doing them here. Non-QM does have bank statement programs. So if you are self-employed and can document money going into your personal bank account, those personal bank accounts, can't the, the deposits can be used as that ability to repay as long as we see a steady flow of money being deposited in your bank account. So depending on which non-QM outlet you might be able to find, it might be a situation where you can use 12 months of bank statements or 24 months of bank statements. The more documentation you have for income, the lower the risk, uh, the lower the rate may be. And also the lower the equity that you have, the more the equity you have, the lower the rate may be. Now I just want to go into here and say you have a lot of equity here. And so the documentation for income would be less than otherwise required. It says they owe 105, but it's worth nearly 240. They have nearly 50% equity here. So on this 80-20 split, they're going to need to refinance this loan and uh, get, you know, they might need to refinance it. I mean, I don't know. It says they have a maturity date coming up within 60 days. Um, you got to look at your options there and see what you can do. So. All right. No, it says that it says that there's the maturity is coming up. I don't know in what, the next sixty days. Yeah, you know, it says maturity. Uh, I don't know if that is it a balloon note where they have to pay it off in a certain period of time because typically maturity means that it's being paid off within sixty days. Um, that the loan is finalized in sixty days. The only thing that would have to be paid off early, if it's a thirty-year term with a five-year balloon, that means you have to pay. You pay it like it's a 30-year mortgage, but then after five years, you have to pay off the entire amount. Don't know. Didn't get the whole scenario there in the text, but uh, interested to know a little bit more there. But with the equity position, it's a lower-risk loan. So depending on what kind of documentation they do have for income or what kind of documentation, who else might be on the loan with them, we'll be happy to take a look, mm -hmm. see what they can do. Well, we have several more questions. Let's get to one more, then we'll go take a break, and then we'll come back after the top of the hour. All right. Good morning. First-time home buyers. My wife and I both have credit scores over 750. The homes we are looking at are in the 300 to 350 range. We're close to having the money saved for a 20% down payment, but would love to get in with a lower DP and keep some of that money in the bank. Neither of us are veterans. What are some options to get in with a lower DP down payment? Yeah. Um you know they don't they don't need a 20% down payment it says we're close to having money for a 20% down payment but that's not required um 3% down is the requirement for a down payment on a conventional loan mm. uh that's that's going to have higher mortgage insurance if you put 5% down there's lower mortgage insurance if you put 10% down there's lower mortgage insurance you don't have to put 20% down um you're paying interest on a mortgage and you, you know you You'll pay some PMI if you have less than 20% down. But you can always buy out the PMI up front, put 10% down, buy out the rest of the PMI up front, and then you don't have PMI with the payment. 
We'll talk about it more when we come back. We have to take a break. Uh, after the top of the hour, we'll be back for another hour. Make sure you go online and apply at TexasHoney.com. Uh, until we see you in another five minutes or so, we'll see you uh, in just a few minutes on 105 Through the Fan. We are back in the TexasHoney.com Mortgage Show for another hour, sharing with you the happiness about home mortgages. I know that all of you sit around during the week waiting for this show that you just bide your time watching sports so you can get and listening to sports. And uh, so you can get to the TexasHunting.com Mortgage Show here on the weekend on the fan. This Mother's Day weekend, we wish you well. Make sure that you are all uh, remembering what brought us into this world. And uh, we want to make sure that you just enjoy it and spend time and and treat your appropriate family members and loving care. We are here talking about getting yourself a refinance, a home purchase, a home equity loan. Whether you want to get that jumbo loan, or maybe a VA loan. We've had a few questions about that in the last hour. We are here till 10 o'clock, and we're going to share that with you. I'm here with Tress Collins, and I am Kevin Miller. I'm the owner and CEO of TexasLending.com. In our 20th year here, we've been through a lot. We started this company. You know, I started marketing TexasLending.com in 1998. Uh, and so I don't know if you call it vision or just necessity. A lot of things are just necessity. A friend had a website that he had created called TexasLenny.com. He got out of the business. I bought the website from him for $600, and uh, we started marketing it. We started marketing it in the Dallas Morning News. We started marketing it in the Observer Magazine. We started marketing it on talk radio here in Dallas-Fort Worth. And uh, over the years, we've we that was that was... 41 days before 9-11 in 2001. So that was a trying time to be starting a company, uh, a dot-com company nonetheless, uh, right after the dot-com crash. And then you had 9-11 going on. And then, of course, we went through the subprime collapse and everything else that's happened here in the mortgage world uh, over the years. So we're here now and several hundred people strong. Uh, growing rapidly, we are now currently marketed. I could tell you what. Uh, six months ago, we were like we were, we were marketing in one state. That was Texas. We are now in nine states, and we are helping your friends and family that are down in Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, the all the adjacent states to Texas. We're here doing it now, helping you and your friends and your family. Make sure you tell everyone to give us a call. We have the lowest rates they're going to find anywhere in the country, especially if you're trying to get that VA refinance. We want to help our veterans get the best refinance rates possible. You get in touch with us, and we'll be happy to share with you the best rates you'll find, whether you're getting FHA or conventional loans. Call TexasHoney.com today, and we'll be here for you. So we talked in the last hour about this thing called, and, and by the way, we had a question before we went to break, and we didn't get to we didn't get to fully answer that. But if you have, do have a question, we're going to get back to that one in just a minute. We are going to talk about the money wheel and what is that. It's a very simple explanation of how this works. How we got to keep that one person said, "Hey, I continuing to make my payment even though I got furloughed. Keep on doing that. Keep on making that mortgage payment because." Uh, right now, you know, in this world, we never know what's going to happen, and we want to make sure that you can keep your home. Uh, we want to make sure that you can 
continue to have good finances for you and your family. We have to get back to this question about the first-time home buyers. We want to get to the money wheel and show about how that how important it is to keep making those payments. Because when one part of that wheel breaks down, it breaks the whole financial chain. Uh, Tress, how was your break? <laughs> it was quite relieving. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> well, tell us about it, Tress. Uh, no, okay. Everything no. came out well. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Tress is sticking. She is standing in or sitting in for inappropriate Uncle Bubba today. Yeah. She is taking the inappropriate channels. It's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes, we want to we want to get back to this this question. This person had uh, this first time home buyers question, and we they said we almost have enough to put twenty percent down. A first time home buyer. Uh, down payment required 3%. That's conventional loan. You can actually get a gift for that money. You can get it gifted to you from a relative, or, you know. And so there are other options to get gifts. You can get you can get a gift for your down payment. So it's not 20% down. Now, you might pay PMI, but people get FHA all the time. FHA is 3.5% out of pocket. And if you put that 3.5% out of pocket, you're going to have that mortgage insurance premium with it. You're going to have an upfront and a monthly. Well, on a conventional loan, you're just going to have a monthly. Every amount you put down up to 20% will lower your PMI that you have, okay? So they, if they can put 10% down here, buy out the PMI up front. It might cost you a point and a half, okay? If they put 10% down, buy out the PMI up front, there's no monthly PMI payment. They can save the rest of this money. They want to buy a home in the $300,000 to $500,000 range. If they save the extra 10%, they might have $30,000. There might be some things they want to do with that home. That $30,000 can go a long way also. Don't put every dollar that you saved into a down payment on a home. Because once it's in that home, you're, you're in business now. You're in business. When you buy a home, you're in business. This is a business. You're in business with the bank. Because if you don't make the payment, the bank's going to come and take it. You're in business with the county and the city. If you don't pay the taxes, the city and the counties are going to come and take it. If you don't pay your taxes, the lender's got to pay the taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, the city's going to come and take the property. So, But they're kind of in business for themselves, too, because they're building money in their well, equity. Anyone who has a business, a lot of people borrow money to start a business. Okay, mm-hmm. Maybe they have partners in a business. they got to keep on paying the b- – when you start a business, you got to pay rent. If you don't pay the rent, they're going to come and seize your property. So a business is – People trusting that you are going to have an arrangement and arrangements and relationships and you're going to be paying people on time. You're going to have enough forethought and you're going to have enough planning to be able to make sure that everyone in the transaction is going to end up winning. Okay, you're going to everyone's got to win. Once that breaks down, you stop paying the lease. They come and take your property. Right. Stop paying the car. They come and take your property. It's a business transaction. Okay, yes, you're going to live there, and yes, you might, but if the home goes up in value and you pay off the other the other parties, you know, the other partners in your business, you pay off the bank, you pay the taxes, you get to keep them, you get to keep the rise in the value of your business, which is your property, okay? Your home goes from 200 to 300,000 someday, you have 100,000 equity, and that you get to keep it as long as you keep your end of the bargain. Okay, so you, when you get into this property, don't want to put all your money into it. You're going to need cash flow, especially if you get hit by the truck. I say the truck because in Texas, 90% chance it's the truck that's hitting you. 
right? That's if true. If you're going to get hit by something, it's typically the truck, a truck. And so there are all kinds of trucks. It's Texas, man. So, and so if you get hit by the truck, if you lose your job, if you, if you have a, a family emergency, you got to take care of those things. You might, you don't want to have all your money in the house. You want to have at least a year of living expenses in your bank account. Continue to buying food, clothes, shelter, um, and you also want to make sure that you can buy other things for the home. So you don't have to put twenty percent down. Put the down payment that's required to get a great rate. Make sure you have living expenses on the side. Uh, all good options for you. Okay, so yes, three percent down minimum required for first-time home buyers. As a matter of fact. If you haven't been on title to a home, right, in three years, if you haven't been on title to a home, if you haven't been on title to a, a residential property in three years, they have this magic thing in the mortgage business where they restart you over as a first-time home buyer. You are reconsidered as a first-time home buyer if you haven't been on title to a residential property in three years. So you can use that. You can use your 3% down payment option. So... There are different options for everybody. All have different credit score requirements and all have different kind of verifications of, you know, your incomes and asset requirements. That's what we're here for. Call our office, TexasLending.com, 972-387-4600. And if you're just joining us, this is the TexasLending.com mortgage show. Typically from 8 to 9 every Saturday. We've been here, I don't know how long. It's probably six or seven years now on the fan. And uh, it's gone by quickly. I remember we were just had been doing radio here for 20 years in Dallas, Fort Worth. And I remember when we started on the fan, and we've been here six months, a year. I can't remember how long. It's probably been six or seven years. I don't know how long we've been here, but thank you, listeners, Tolos. Uh, Tress. All right. Uh, we have a good morning from Carlos, that remodeling guy. Uh, he says he'll be calling us, but for now he's just going to listen for a little bit. He says, thanks for the great info. Yes, we want to give you the most info that we can. And uh, without, I'm going to try to stay out of the weeds as much as possible, but give you some good layman's layman's guidance for free without you having to go and, you know, tag your brain online and get sucked into some ad online. We want to give you some good free information here. You make your decisions, but always include us in your search. We want to be the best. We want to have the best options for you. We are family-owned. Um, and so we have a couple investors here in the in the Aspire Financial, TexasLending.com. And so we can make good, solid decisions for you and give you great deals here that you're not going to get at a bank, that you're not going to get with a mortgage lender. They have thousands of investors. Everyone wants to be a millionaire at these li at these places. Uh, We've uh, been around long enough. We do pretty good here, and we want to take care of our neighbors. Hey, what if you can come here, and what if I could help you Get the best deal in Dallas-Fort Worth or your neighbors and your friends or your family down in Houston or in Austin or in El Paso. Or maybe you have they're up, up in Oklahoma where we're doing business now te as TexasLending.com in Arkansas, Louisiana, New Mexico. Make sure you have them all call us. We're going to get you – you're going to go online. You're going to get some stinky quote. Uh, they're going to try to slide in 300 basis, 300 points in there on that loan on you. Make sure you call us. Get a better deal. Lower rates, lower cost, faster speeds. Tress? All right. We have we have the text lines. They are open. We've had a lot of text today. You're doing great. 972-387-4600. Keep it up. Yes, because 
We're here. We also have low noshers that have been up for an hour now. That means they now have the crust out of their eyes, so they'll see their computers better. Make sure you call them at 972-387-4600. Our loan officers will get in touch with you right away. If you go online and you put in your small amount of particulars, our dialer will call you immediately. We'll get this thing going. By the time uh, summer starts in late June, you'll have your loan. majority of you will have your loan done. We're taking about... 20 days on our purchases now. We're about 25 days on our refinances. The, you know, the only thing, you know what, the, the number one thing right now that's taking time is appraisals. Mm. After that storm in February, the, 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 Snowmageddon. the Snowmageddon, the appraisers had to go out and reinspect properties. And they had to reinspect uh, water damage. They had to reinspect, you know, other issues with properties. Uh, burst pipes and things and so the appraisers got slowed down um, that is the time determining factor now is the appraisers god bless them driving all over your, your property seeing all your dirty clothes uh <laughs> we we want to make sure that the appraisers uh know that we're here for them and we also want to make sure that you understand that that is the determining factor right now we could do loads a little bit faster probably an extra two or three days but it's taken about a week in a lot of cases to get these appraisers um for them to be able to get their work done yeah yeah. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yep. All right. Here we go. We have a VA loan. Did an EARL last year to 2.37%. Are there any little limitations on how many EARLs can be done or minimum time requirements between loans? Approximately $410,000 balance, $500,000 value, 800s credit score, 29 years left on the current loan. Yeah, their balance is $400,000. they are at 2.375, okay? They might... Uh, you know, on their loan size, if they just if they they save three eighths of one percent, they would save a hundred bucks a month in interest. I mean, I don't know if it's worth going through the process of a refinance. They might be able to get it down around two percent on this thing. They're at two point three seven five on that loan balance. Again, uh, one third of one percent of an interest rate might save them a hundred bucks a month in interest. But is it worth it? A good question. That's a good question. Well, can they do another Earl since they you, just did one last yes, year? Yes, you can. You can do Earl now. There are time frames. You you know most uh, there there are VA requirements now or Ginny May requirements. You can't just get a VA loan and refinance next week. because there were too many lenders doing flipping. They would give people. Let's say someone got three and a half. Uh, they could have given them three when they funded it. They gave them three and a half. They called them two weeks later. Said, hey, we can get you at three percent now. And, hey, we can get you a two and a half. And so they were flipping these loans really fast. When loans are completed, the Fannie Mae, the Ginny Mays, when loans are completed, they pay a stipend to the lenders so that Fannie Mae can. So we're, we're going to get into this. I, I, I don't know. I want to get to the money wheel <laughs> but I, I, and how it all works, uh, where all this money comes from for these mortgages. But I'd rather answer your questions. I'd rather answer everyone's individual questions, which we have questions continuing to come in on text, which we will all get to all of them today. Uh, we have several in waiting right now, 972-387-4600. We have to go to another break. But I just want to say that this flipping of loans, you know, let's say you did a $400,000 VA loan. A lender might get paid uh, 3% of that when the loan gets sold to Ginny May. So they might, but if the loan is then refinanced two months later, then Ginny May never got made whole. They never got, they never earned the interest that they were hoping to make. That would put the the money wheel in danger 
if -hmm. someone's being taken advantage of. So now you have to wait some time after you get these VA loans done. And so figure six months before you're going to go and get that VA thing refinanced. But they've been in here for a year. They should be able to get that thing refinanced. We're going to take a break. When we come back, more of your questions. Get Call us now. We have loan officers waiting. They're waiting right now. You'll have a – here's another thing about us you need to know. Whenever you call us, a live person's going to answer your phone call. If you call our main number at 972-387-4600, a live person will answer. And if it's after hours at 2 in the morning, we have an answering service. They will answer your phone call live, take your information. We want to make sure that you're talking to a human. Humans are still important, believe it or not. I believe. And so we believe that you're important. Call us now. A live person will answer, and we will make sure that you get your loan going at TexasSunny.com. Coming back for more on 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the TexasSunny.com mortgage show here. Got another 40 minutes of unbridled fun. <laughs> we are opening up the, the bag of fun here on the TexasSunny.com mortgage show. A big shout out. To the Claudia Krakowski, who's taking time out of her busy uh, teenage afternoon um, as she prepares to go to Arkansas, uh, I guess, uh, University of Arkansas next year. Oh. And so uh, her father and I played high school football. Well, we grew up together in the uh, the very well-known, famous city of Lake Orion, Michigan, mm. and he is, he is, we, we both now patronize Dallas-Fort Worth, <laughs> and, uh, and so <laughs> he's, he's, Claudia Krakowski is driving around, and uh, they're listening to the show, which, you know, if I was a teenager, I couldn't think of anything more fun than maybe except for, like, eating lint. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, there's, there, there's, <laughs> there's a hierarchy of fun and needs as a teenager, and eating That's lint true. and listening to a mortgage show are probably somewhere at the same level. They're probably tied for like 99th place. Yeah, well, <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta start somewhere, right? right. You gotta start somewhere. <laughs> it's not about, it's not about what other people think about us. It's about what we think about us, and we are having a great time, right, Tress? Yeah, right, Kevin. That's the right answer, Tress. <laughs> All right, we have your questions <laughs> to be answered here. Make sure you get your text questions in at 972-387-4600. By the way, I just want to point out that the Lake Orion, Michigan uh, Dragons is the alma mater of the former starting safety of the Dallas Cowboys, Jeff Heath, ah. which I don't know if that means I'm now going to have eggs thrown at me, tomatoes, and or have bouquets of flowers thrown at me. But we say welcome to you know he might still be he might still domicile uh, Dallas Fort Worth in the off season so Mr Heath if you happen to be listening to the fan this morning hello <laughs> and uh, <laughs> anyway we are uh, but we 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 loved Jeff Heath because he was from our alma mater so uh, we everyone had a different I had friends that everyone had a different it was almost like uh, when it came to Jeff Heath people. I had all kinds of different ideas on the internet. Uh, uh, you know, my friends and all, we got to get rid of Heath. Oh, Heath's the best. You know, it was funny. Everyone had a different, it was almost like talking about Tony Romo. All right. <laughs> We're going to, but uh, at a different level, of course. The safety of, of the Dallas Cowboys always has a different level of dialogue than the than the starting quarterback. So, Well, it's a matter of notoriety. Now we have Dak, and we'll be with Dak for a while. And I like Dak. I'm a, I'm a big Dak fan, so. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I love Dak. When I 
I know when Tony Romo went down, and I, I played I played my Division three college football, so that means I didn't get paid. And so you're playing for love of the game, you know, and hate of your knees. It's you know, <laughs> they're love of the game and hate of your knees. That's what the Division three college football is. And so, um, but I, I watch been around football long enough, and I and I'm from Detroit, so I know what bad quarterbacking is all about, you know. <laughs> so I grew up. In my 53 young years, I've seen a lot of bad quarterbacking. And so when I saw Dak step in, I remember when I watched his first pregame, I I said, this guy has got it. I mean, he's clicking at all cylinders. He has not missed. Some of these college quarterbacks, they come into the pros, and in college they were great. But the pros moves that, you know, 300% of the speed in terms of what you're going to be thinking about, 300%, your brain needs to be moving at 300% of what it was moving in college. Well, some of those people can move at the college speed, and they can think about two things out of 11. Well, when you're a college court, when you're a pro quarterback, you got to think thinking about 11 out of 11, or the other nine will hit you in the head. And so when I saw Dak out there, and I said, this guy, he's on top of everything that's happening around him. And I, and I think that's a special talent. I, I, when people can be a, a professional quarterback and think about all those things moving, they don't cower at the first rusher that's coming at them. They don't just curl into a ball or throw off their back foot or just tippy-tap their feet. I go, man, th- you can see that their their brain is moving at that 300% level that, that college, you know, those other 90% of the college quarterbacks can't make it in the pros because they're – they can move at that 2 out of 11 speed, not, not the 11 out of 11 speed. So I'm a big fan of Dak. And when I see that, I, I just root for him. So that's great, Kevin. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that is our sports. So we had some <laughs> English today. We've had some history lessons. We've had some finance, and now a little bit of sports and a little bit of lint. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you like eating the lint? Okay, okay, Tress. It's a good we mix got? we've got. All right, back to questions. Somebody wants to know: Do you do the VA streamline refinancing loans? We do the VA streamline refinancing loans. You can call them a VA streamline if you want. You can call them a VA refinance. You can call them the VA interest rate refinance reduction loan, right? Interest rate reduction refinance loan. That's the EARL. We do them. We have the best rates in the state. It's TexasLending.com. Make sure you go online and get your VA loan with us. We have the best rates for veterans. All right. You know what? I really appreciate our veterans, and I want to get you the best rate, but all three of my siblings were also in the armed forces. So I don't, I, maybe I'm doing it because I feel sorry for because, you know, I'm clearly I have three siblings and uh, and my three siblings always have to get a ribbing from me. You know, by the way, I have this certain when you have three siblings, you have there is there is a degree of trying to get trying to be the king of the mountain. I mean, you can't just sit there and be fourth on the list out of four siblings. You need to you need to. And so I know I have two siblings. So Same much thing. mental anguish, so much mental, you know, working to make sure that you keep your siblings where they need to be. In so check, in, in check. line. That's right, man. I <laughs> I know. I'll see people, you know, I'll be out in the golf course and I'll see a couple kids and their siblings and I'll say, "You know what the you know the key to success in life is?" And they say, "No, what?" I say, "Never let your sibling win in anything." <laughs> If you can't beat your sibling, you can't beat anybody. And that's what <laughs> <laughs> I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, Kevin. yeah, yeah. You gotta beat your siblings. You gotta <laughs> take them down at every instance, so that when you go out there against the world, 
you know, that's the closest person to you, your siblings. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've already, if the world's beating you down, you don't got to worry about it as long as you beat your sibling. You there know? you go. Yeah. There you go. You, always have, you know, there's that one person <laughs> that you still dominate. So. <laughs> I know what it has to do with mortgages. <laughs> I don't know what it has to do with mortgages. Other than I have three siblings, and uh, I gave them so much mental anguish growing up that I, I want to give all our veterans a great deal <laughs> in return for... Ah, the kindness of your heart. Like it's just ma- it's it's just making up for it's retribution, you know. It's sure, it's, it's, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Yeah. Let's move on. Is there a rule of thumb for how much closing costs for refinance should be? For example, a hundred thousand dollar loan should cost about how much? There are certain closing costs that are going to be fixed, and it doesn't matter if you have a five hundred thousand dollar loan or a hundred thousand dollar loan. There are some fixed. There are some closing costs which are variable. The fixed cost, you know, typically your appraisal is going to be somewhere around five hundred to six hundred dollars. Okay, that's what your appraisal is going to be, somewhere between five hundred and six hundred bucks. Some loans require two appraisals, like the jumbo loans. Okay, so you're going to have some recording fees at the county from the title company. Those are typically between seventy-five and one hundred and seventy-five dollars to record your title at the county. There are fixed costs. Well, so there are variable costs, like surveys. Some surveys could be $500. Some surveys could be $1,500. That's hmm. variable. Okay. Your title insurance is going to be your biggest variable. Well, there's there, there are some other variables. We'll get into them. So I'm going to back this up a little bit and go break this down into three main groups. Your lender, the title company, and their appraisers. Okay. So your lender is going to have lender fees. Those are going to vary between one lender and the other. Some might roll those fees into your rate. Some might charge you the closing cost up front, and you might get a better rate. Okay. Um, I like in the law, if you're going to be in your loan for over four years, then having the closing cost and the best rate is typically the best deal for you. Typically, as long as you're in that loan for four and a half years or longer. If you're not going to be in that loan for four and a half years longer, or four and a half years or longer, get the lowest closing cost you can. You're not going to make the closing cost back. You know, you're not. You want to get. You're, you're having a lower rate will pay off those closing costs over time. Typically, about four and a half years. Um, if again, if you're going to be in it for ten years, then get get the lowest rate. If you're going to be in it for three years, get the lowest closing cost or no closing cost if you can, so you keep your equity. So when you sell your house, you, you get that equity when you sell it. You're going to have lender's fees. You're going to have title fees. You're going to have appraisers' fees. The title company fees are mandated by the title fee. The title insurance fee is mandated by the state. Okay. Um, so all the title companies will have the same fee for your title insurance. There are variable fees at the title companies. They include your courier fees, right? They include your closing escrow fee. A closing escrow fee is what the, the escrow officer is the person that closes your loan, all the money comes into them, and they make sure it gets doled out to all the proper people. So your closing escrow fee can be anywhere from zero to $400 typically. So that's going to vary. So what is the standard? If you had a $100,000 loan, expect about, between title fees, lenders, everything else, expect about $2,500 in closing costs, the 3000 between appraiser and everything else. If you have a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar loan, it might be forty five hundred dollars in closing costs for the high tire title insurance fee. Okay, that's going to go along. Typically, that title insurance fee can be on a hundred thousand dollar loan, could be you know eight hundred nine hundred bucks. 
$3,500 loan could be $2,000 or more. The title insurance fees will also, it's mandated by the state, but if you've only been in your home for a couple of years and you refinance it, you'll have a reduction in your title insurance fee at closings. You have a reduction on your title insurance fees for a period of time. After a period of time, you'll pay the full title insurance fee. So they move around, man. And not every closing cost is included in your APR. Some closing costs are. Some closing costs aren't. I'm going to try to make it simple for everybody. Call and get a free quote. Here's what you do. For everybody, I want you to do this. Call and say, I want to get a quote with closing cost and a point. And I want to get a quote with the lowest closing cost you can get me. It might be zero closing cost. Not everyone can qualify for zero closing cost. But you can call and say, I want the one with the best rate. I want the one with the best or the best or the lowest closing cost. Typically between a half and three quarters of a percent the differential. She might be between two percent with low with costs and it might be two and three quarters with no closing cost. Somewhere in between. You can go in between and say, I want to pay half the closing cost at my rate. Everyone has a range that you're going to qualify for based on your equity, your loan size, your credit score. Call us, it's a free quote free no charge we'll run your credit we'll put your and say here's your quote if you like it you're going to save some money let's get going on that loan text us now 972-387-4600 972-387-4600 when we come back we're going to get to more of your texts i see a bunch of them coming in so thank you everyone for listening and thank you for sharing and if you want to talk to a loan officer right now it's 972-387-4600 coming back for more the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show on 105.3 The Fan. We're back in the TexasSunny.com Mortgage Show. We have 24 minutes in real time. It's actually 21 minutes. Mm, yeah. 21 minutes due to inflation. And uh, we want to make sure we get to all your questions. We have a bunch of them coming in. The hardest working people work on the weekend. They work all week, and then on the weekend they say, give me some more. And so get it going today. The good thing about the weekend is they don't. there's not a bunch of closings and fundings, and most of that stuff doesn't happen on the weekend. And so if you want to talk, talk to a load officer now, you're going to have their undivided attention. During the week, there's people calling all over the place. I mean, we have over 10,000 people a month contact us for home loans. And so they are busy, busy, busy. And so we want to make sure that you have time to spend with them right now. It's weekend's the best time. They have a clear mind. It's early in the morning here, and the day hasn't got a got a hold of them yet. So call them right now, 972-387-4600. Tress. All right. I have a credit score of 635. Is my score high enough to get a home loan? It is. A conventional loan uh, is 620 or higher, typically. It can go lower, technically, but uh, 620 is 99% of the conventional loans, 620 or higher. Uh, FHA loans are allowed to go down uh, with a minimum out-of-pocket down to 580. Government requirement says you can put 3.5% down down to a 580 score. Not every lender does FHA down at 580 because of the defaults. Uh, if a le- So we talked a little bit earlier about how lenders are held against each other. It's called a neighborhood watch score, right? And so your your compare ratio compares your ratio as a lender to other lenders. If you're at 100%, then you're at the national average. If your compare ratio is 100%, you're 100% of the national average. Your loans default at two out of you know one out of 100, 
one out of 200, one out of 300. What's the national average right now, right? And so as long as you're at or near the national average, you're peachy keen as a lender. As that approaches 200% of the national average or twice the national average, Fannie Mae will come in and shut, or sorry, FHA, HUD, will come in and shut you down. FHA, the Federal Housing Administration, will come in and say, we're shutting off your access to FHA loans. You can't do them. So if your loans start defaulting at twice the national average, then you have problems. A lot of these lenders that have multiple branches, some of the lenders are at 500% of the national average. Some of them are at 800 or 1,000% of the national average. So some of these branches, they end up recruiting and bringing in bad loans. So lenders have to shut down branches. Some lenders decide not to do the loans under certain credit scores if their, credit, if their compare ratio starts going up. And so what we found, for example, certain loans default at much higher than the national average. Uh, down payment assistance programs default at about five to seven hundred percent more than the national average. So five to five hundred times, you know, five times the national average, seven times the national average. Lower credit score loans default. People at high debt to income ratios who are spending every dollar, every last dollar they have in their house, they default more. And so lenders have to watch out. You can get credit scores of 625 for an FHA loan and VA loans, but since COVID hit, a lot of the lenders have discontinued doing 640 under 640. You can get a conventional loan at 625, but it's not just your credit score. 635. 635. 635 is a snapshot in time. Let's say you take a picture of train tracks from above, and you see two different trains going two different directions, but you take a snapshot, and all you see is two trains. One's going one direction, one's going the other. A 635 is just a snapshot of two trains, or it's a snapshot of trains. You don't know if that 635 is on its way up to 735, or if that 635 used to be 735 and it's on its way to 535. So a credit score is just a snapshot of what your credit, where your credit is now. It's not a, a determining factor of where it's going. What credit scores do, and everyone might want to pay attention to this, a credit score is giving a lender... Uh, and you uh, feedback of where you stand as a potential of default in the next 90 days. A credit score tells lenders your chances of defaulting on your credit in the next 90 days. The higher the score means you're less of a default chance. The lower credit score, that means you're a much higher chance of default. Who's at a much higher chance of default? People who are maxed out on their credit cards people who don't have any credit available. Let's say you only have $200 available and you, you've spent 150 of it. Your, your chances, you're maxing out your credit. Let's say someone has $100,000 available and they pay it off every month. They, they're not keeping any, they, they pay it off every month. So they have $100,000 available credit and they have zero balances. What are their chances of defaulting in the next 90 days? Probably very slim. Okay, If you have a history of paying all your bills on time and you have a lot of credit available and you're not using any of it or if it's paying paid, up, paid off, you have very high credit. If you're maxed out in your credit, you have very limited credit, then they don't really know, they don't have a good history of your risk level. Okay, So the 635 is just a snapshot in time. If your credit is getting better, get that above 640. Your FHA, your VA, and your conventional will all become options and the USDA loan, which is a rural loan. You will have options. Just, here's, here's what I want them to do, though. This is very important trust. You call TexasLending.com. Our home purchase team, we have a team of 
over two dozen loan officers now that are doing only home purchases. And when we run your credit, the bureaus have these different these have these these different products that that we offer you for free. Credit Analyzer, right? And Credit Analyzer is one of them, and Credit Expert. And what they tell us is if they do this and this, this 635 will be a six, maybe a 655 in two weeks. If you pay off this, pay down $20 on this credit card. If you pay off this collection, if you do this, the Credit Analyzer and Credit Expert products from the credit bureaus tell us that we refer to you. We say, hey, if you do this, it says that your score might improve by 20 points. Okay. At that 635, you're a perfect candidate. It's not credit repair. It's just credit awareness. We tell you, you do it. Now your credits were, your your snapshot is going to get you better rates, better options. It's a free call. Credit analyzer and credit expert products from the bureaus, we offer those for free. There is no charge. We The only charges we have are for people that are closing loans and if you have to pay for an appraisal. All right. Okay. Okay. Next up, what is your best interest rate on a conventional loan with credit scores in the high 700s with no lender fees? That's a good question. It's going to depend on the following. Your loan size, your equity position. So high 700s, that's the first start. As long as it's over 740, that takes one of the it's one of the requirements, right? So we need to have a 740 or higher credit score to get the best rate. To get the best rate, you need to have uh, the best rates are going to come with loan sizes above 300,000. 300 to 548,000, that's your conventional. Is it 200 to 300,000, there's a bucket there. Below $200,000, there's a different bucket there for rates. But if you have 40% equity and a $300,000 loan and a 770 score, your best rate with no lender fees, also it's going to depend on whether you want a 30-year or a 15-year. I'm going to say your best 15 years going to be around, give or take, because I don't, I don't know what their loan size is. I'm just going to say a $300,000 loan, 20% equity. I'm going to say that your best rate is going to be somewhere with no lender fees. There's lender fees and there's title fees. So a lot of semantics here. If you want to know lender fees, you're probably around two and a quarter on a 15-year. You're probably around two and three quarters. Uh, two and three quarters on a 30-year with no lender fees. Okay. But again, we don't know if they want no title fees. No, there's other things that come in, in into play, and so you're going to have a range on a 30-year, somewhere between two and a half and three, and a three and an eighth, or somewhere in there. If you have a $300,000 loan between paying closing costs and not having fees, the 15-year is going to be somewhere around 1.875 to two and a half, somewhere in there between paying closing costs and not having any fees. That's a $300,000 loan. 20% equity with escrows, your tax. There's so many things. Just trying to give you some ballparks here. If you're in one of those scenarios, hopefully I've guided you a little bit. You can make a phone call and find out. Get a free quote. Hey, call us and get a free quote. And make sure when you get those quotes, you get them all within about an hour and a half of different lenders because rates can change with a quarter percent between the morning and afternoon in the mortgage business. So you got quoted in the morning. Then you get quoted somewhere else in the afternoon. You might think you got a better deal. You got to go if there are two different times a day or in different days. You got to make sure you call the other person back. And say, hey, I want to. If the rates got better today, because they're changing a quarter percent sometimes in one day. Rates are moving up and down quickly right now. It's are you sending me to another break? I am. Okay, so I'm. I am spending. I am trying to spend as much time as I can on uh, layman's explanations. 
Um, again, if, if you, by the way, lint, if you do it like eating, if you are weighing between listening to a mortgage show and eating lint, typically avocado or mayonnaise, uh, they both make the lint taste better if you want, you know, ketchup, whatever you want. Trust <laughs> so it. gross. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we are the least interesting people in the world. It's your mortgage people. <laughs> we don't invite us to parties. Um, we are not going to be the life of the party. Unless you have, unless you, you might have, be. Unless you have margaritas, <laughs> unless you have margaritas, we can we can all contribute. Uh, we have just a few minutes left. When we come back, we're going to get to the lightning round. I'm not going to spend as much time. I'm just going to try to get you going in the right direction. Call our office now nine seven two three eight seven forty six hundred. Go online and apply at texasstudying.com. We're going to come back and answer more of your questions on the texasstudying.com mortgage show on one zero five three The Fan. I just want to really thank everybody. We've been here for two hours today, uh, and we've had so many people contribute. We've probably had 25, 30 or more questions already. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for caring about your finances so much and uh, trying to get some good answers here. Let's get you going here. We have a lot of questions we have to get to before the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Tress, let's do this. All right. Actually, somebody texted in making more of a statement about how home value, home values, not just in Dallas-Fort Worth, but kind of across the nation, seem to be skyrocketing. Well, where people are moving to, that seems to be the deal. And people are moving here. It's we are Dallas-Fort Worth is, is growing so fast. And home values are going up. But really, if you think about it, a lot of people refinanced last year at 2 to 3%. They're sitting at two and a half. They have their house. They've got it paid down. The home value has gone up. They have a lot of equity. And if they want to go sell it, they got to go buy a home, which is 30, 40, 50% more than what they currently have. Um, there's not enough homes listed for sale. And then the builders are stuck now with, they started building homes five months ago, and now the wood is costing 50% more than what they started on. And so the builders are stuck, and you're buying a home, and the, the builders are going to have to pass that along to you, or they're going to go out of business. They don't want the builders going out of business. So there's just a lot of things, inflation and homes. And uh, the good thing is, is if you do have a home, you can get that equity refinance right now, pay off your bills. Do it now. You still have a bunch of equity left, especially in Texas. Uh, get it done now at TexasSunny.com. All right. Next up, a first-time home buyer wanting to move from Oklahoma to Texas. I make about seventy-five thousand a year as an occupational therapist. Five hundred dollars a month in debt, but I only have about five thousand to bring to the closing table. Me and my boyfriend are looking for a fixer-upper, so that kicks out us out of use. <laughs> excuse me, USDA. What other options would we have? It depends on what fixing-upping is required for the house. For USDA, you can do some escrow holdbacks on some USDA loans. If there's small little things that need to be done, $5,000, $10,000 for some things that need to be completed, especially if the appraiser says it needs to be improved. Um, so there are some escrow holdback that where the loan closes, the title company holds on to $10,000 so they're completed, and then they get completed. That's not like your necessary, uh, some of these two or 3K loans that you might find uh, on a uh, on an FHA loan, a two or 3K loan. You might be able to do some fixing upping through the loan. Um Fixing upping is not really a term. I'm making that up. But I a like fixer it. upper is a term. So so if you're going to get uh, an FHA 2 or 3K, that's an option. The $5,000 down, you need 3.5% out of pocket for an FHA loan. So, you know, 5000 down is 
you know, if you're trying to get a hundred thousand dollar loan, you know, you're, it's five that's five percent out of pocket. You so also some people's uh, eyes are bigger than their than their calluses in their hands, and if you're not really a person that's into fixing things and doing things, sometimes we get these big ideas of fixing things that we can't fix, or once we get in, we go maybe I you know took on a little bit more than my fingers can chew, and so you're not able to go and and be uh, doing all this work. If you do have that in you, if you do have a mechanic's thumb, then go out there and go ahead and, and do some fixing, fixing upping. But otherwise, that 5% down, you might be able to find yourself uh, that, you know, you might be able to find that little somewhere a little over $100,000, 3.5% out of pocket for FHA. 3% down for conventional is the minimum. My husband's like that with the garage. It's always bigger than he expects. It's never really finished. Oh, yeah. He's always taking on projects, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I have a 708 mid-score. Uh, my wife has a 675 mid-score. Her income is 175. Mine is 135. Building a house and about to get ready for a permanent loan. What would be our best interest rate and would our income be enough to do the loan myself? Remaining loan is 510000 We put 75000 down for the build. So $75,000 down for a build. Wow. So they have a $510,000 mortgage. The credit score, 675, would be the the determining the mid score six seventy five if you're both in the loan would determine the rate. Your incomes both look like enough to qualify for the mortgage. I mean, either one of you should be able to qualify for the five hundred and ten thousand dollar loan by yourselves. If you can do the loan based on the seven oh eight mid score and keep the other person off the loan but put them on title. I'm gonna say that again. They don't have to go on the loan, but you can both be on title. The seven oh eight score will get you a better rate than six seventy five. There is a big difference between six seventy five and six eighty one. Once you get over 680, your, your rates get much better. So 680, 708, not much difference. 708 score, 675. Once you get below that 680, you, know, you start getting whacked between the eyes and your interest rates. So if you can qualify with a 708 mid-score, if you can qualify with that, then you're going to get a good deal. On a $510,000 loan, we're going to find the 30 years down around 2 and 2.6 at TexasHoney.com. But down around that, give or take, Call us up or our purchase team. We can do that permanent loan. Construction or permanent refinance, they might call that. If it's being built uh, by a builder, then uh, then it's just a purchase. If it's a construction or permanent refinance where you had a construction loan, then it would be a refinance. Mm -hmm. All right. We have time for one more. Last question. Can you explain why title insurance is needed on a property that I own? I bought brand new and I am refinancing. It seems the only entity at risk is myself. The title insurance is not just insuring you, it's insuring the lender that there are no other liens in the property, okay? Um, so if, if someone went out there and put a mechanics lien on the property, or maybe there might be someone who put a lien on the property, and you don't even know it. We actually, you can't do it in Texas. You can't put liens for, like, if you don't pay your couch, and you, don't, you put it on a credit card, a couch and a credit card, you don't pay it. In other states, they can put that lien on your property. We actually saw some credit card company do that probably about 10 years ago I saw that, and we said... This is not legal. There, you can't put, this is a homesteaded property. You can't put anything but maybe IRS liens and mechanics liens on properties. And the, the servicer said, well, you got to pay it off anyway. And so the lender, the person ended up doing it anyway, even though they didn't have to because it's Texas and you, they literally can't be on your title. The title insurance is insuring you and the lender to make sure that there's no, and you don't want someone else, someone could come and claim that they're, if, especially if the home is free and clear, they can come and say, hey, we're, we're going to go claim this property. So title insurance is insuring that 
the sanctity of the liens that are on there and to make sure that no one's putting something on your homestead that shouldn't be there. So that's why you require title insurance. It is reduced if the home is being refinanced within a term, short term, after you've got another refinance. Mm. Okay, so that's that's all the time we have this week. We thank everyone. Go online and apply at TexasLending.com right now. Call our office. A live person will always answer, and our loan officers are waiting for you now. Tress, thank you very mucho. Yes. For everyone else, we'll see you next weekend, and uh, make sure that you have a wonderful week. Happy Mother's Day from 105.3 The Fan. <laughs>